1: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 83 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined always, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Willie's home for the holidays, but home in Austin, Texas. I'm back in Virginia after uh, a time at the Reno TOC. Willie, what's going on, man? It's good to be back.
0: Good to be back in Austin, man. It's been a crazy few weeks of travel, and I'm not even going home for the holidays because I can't take another flight.
1: I, I know what you mean. Can't do it. I know what you mean. I had a, I had the worst travel experience, but I, I, I truly feel like I've been very lucky for as much as I traveled and not have many horrible, horrible travel experiences. But my trip to Reno was absolutely terrible. In a nutshell, like a Five or six hour delay in Charlottesville. Then I had to ride in a cab two and a half hours to another airport where the taxi driver was texting while driving. And Willie can attest to the fact that I don't travel well. I don't ride well as, as a passenger. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah. Uh, I I got back yesterday and Skyped Christian on a video chat, and he looked, you looked like you, you were a prisoner of war. He looked rough.
1: It was, it was, uh. It was. A, I mean, Reno is a long <laughs> tournament. It's three day long tournament. You know, <laughs> so that takes it out of you. Plus, when you tack on travel on top of it, it's um, it can get you a little fatigued. I was I was worn down, and then you get home and you have to get right on rankings because they come out four o'clock in the morning day. So That's there was it. there wasn't a lot of rest, but no complaints here. No complaining. Um uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited and. And things are good, but yeah, uh, I got some good rest, and so now I'm well, I'm reinvigorated, Willie.
0: The good part is, what a cr- incredible weekend of wrestling, huh?
1: Out of control. I mean, Reno w- was fantastic, and c- I'll just let me just put it in a plug: Reno Tournament of Champions is an awesome tournament, and I we got treated better there than I've ever been treated at any other wrestling tournament. Really? Oh my gosh. They are so good to you there. I mean, it's it's, you feel like, <laughs> very, uh, they're just well cared for and special, and they're they're so glad that we're here. And I'm like, no, we're glad to be here. We're so excited to be at the at the Reno TOC. So great people, um, the Tubners, and um, met a lot of great people. So it, it was it was awesome. Ben, the wrestling. Did you meet some great- Eastern people out there. I I met your kinfolk, Jimmy. Um yeah. and I saw. You two Red Rovers won titles. They are the Red Rovers, right?
0: They are the Red Rovers. Okay,
1: I hope I just wasn't making that up. That's a kind of a bizarre. What is a rover?
0: It's a it's a uh, dog. Oh, it's, okay. I mean it's a bulldog. Okay. I guess they, generally speaking, a rover is a dog. Ours happened to be, happens
1: to be a, a bulldog. Okay, interesting. I I never. I mean, I played the. Do you know that you're not allowed to play Red... Ro- Do you remember that game, Red Rover? Red Rover, Red Rover, S- I dare you to come over. Send send Willie right over. And then you got to... Really, when you think about it, it doesn't make a lot of sense for kindergartners to play this game. You interlock arms, and then the big stud has to run and just try to blow it up. It's like the guy in the NFL kick returns that like has to blow up the wedge or whatever it's called. Is that what it is? It's, I don't even really yeah, know. Yeah, so basically you're on two different lines, and they like basically call you out from the other side, send Willie right over. So you got to get charged up. You sprint across the way and you have to break their linked arms. Is so, this like, this
0: was eighth grade talent show. I think <laughs> <I think.
1: laughs> no, this is Churchville Elementary um, games. And then I was like, at one of my first jobs out of high school, I, I was like a recreation guy for this after school program. I'm like, we're going to play some Red Rover. That game was awesome. And they're like, um, we're, you're not allowed to play that anymore because kids break their arms. I'm like, yeah, it does kind of make sense that this almost the object of the game. So that game doesn't – had you never played that game? Uh, I did in, in like middle school,
0: elementary school or something, but I, I, it was a different version. There was no interlocking of arms because um, we had the officials in place that would wag their fingers.
1: Oh, is that right? When you, when <laughs> they, interlock- would, they wouldn't just smack them? no smacked arms and a wag of the finger that it, that
0: it, no i don't remember you no know, interlocking of arms or
1: any such thing yeah that's I, that's that's the wall you have to break through it so
0: <laughs> enough of uh um, playground games <laughs> we'll get kickball next show <laughs> uh how about let's start let's start with senior nationals
1: whoa yes yeah, some major i mean some upsets some not i mean you know, looking back, I, do you kind of feel a little dumb that you didn't just expect Dake to win this? Like, I kind of was like, man, I really... Uh, and maybe I would have felt more confident in him if he hadn't had a not-so-good showing at, in an international tournament, but yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like, well, man, I should have right, kind of so, seen this coming.
0: So Dake and Taylor both had, I, I guess, I don't want to say struggles, but they, they both didn't look themselves in their 86 debut, right?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. David wrestled, you know, Goliath himself. So, I, I didn't take much from that, from that loss. Huh? Who did he wrestle? Lash Gary. Lash Gary, yes. Yeah. I mean, that guy was, was enormous. So, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't take much. But yeah, they didn't look amazing, like they were about to win an Olympic medal, that's for sure.
0: Right, so I didn't know how they would, I didn't know how they would fare against Ruth and Gavin and Foster and those guys, um... And then, you know, Dake's out there gutting full size eighty six.
1: Yeah, his gut is amazing.
0: And so, not only is he big enough, strong enough, he's committed enough. Like <laughs> those he's good, guts, all right,
1: he's going to be our, our Olympian. I feel uh, I feel incredibly confident in that. I mean, if I think he beats, there, there, I think still, he even beats Jake Herbert. Yeah, I know still
0: Herbert, right? I, so, um, give me Dake. You gotta you gotta see how, see what kind of shape Herbert's in. But Dake looked darn good. Dake, yeah. uh, he has some kind of it factor, man. Where, um, he just knows how to win. And leading up to the finals, it's the same story, right? Uh, Taylor looks, Taylor looks more impressive than Dake side by side. If you have. Dake on one mat wrestling somebody, and Taylor on another mat wrestling somebody. Taylor always looks
1: superior. Right, he always he always wins more more dominantly, or, um, yeah. If you compare two guys that they beat, chances are, Taylor beat him worse, and it's been like that since going back to, um, their Division One days.
0: I mean, Dake six uh, two win over. Gavin a six four win over Reeder. Reader had late late points, but um, he, he does what he has to do to win, right? And and still, I'm guilty of this. Is I I like, well, he doesn't look that great, and I'm buying Taylor's stock because he's out there wrecking fools. Um, but if if Dake had to win thirteen to zero. If you told Dick he had to win 10-0 or he loses, he would win 10-0. Right. Instead of
1: 6-4. Yeah, probably true.
0: I I don't know. Uh, and so, so we get to the finals, and it's the same kind of deal where...
1: Oh, by the Ta- way, Taylor beat Ruth 13-0.
0: I mean, which, Taylor Taylor looked freaking amazing. Yeah. Um,
1: Styles make Taylor, fights, man.
0: Taylor looked amazing. And, and what it comes down to is Taylor shot... Dake counter.
1: Yeah. And he, uh, I, I feel like that we didn't get the... I, I'm i not going to say Taylor beat himself. But, you know, he kept firing a, a leg attack where I feel like it, it puts Dake in a in a good spot. But really, here's what it is. The whole match was that trap arm.
0: The whole match was a trap arm. The whole match... Um, but that was a... The, I, com, the complexion of the match was, was bunk, you know, from... Twenty seconds in, because, I you know, Dake has that trap arm and I'm like, he could have ended it. I, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I don't want to see him get it. Not because I don't want Dake to win, but because I want to, I want to watch them wrestle for a half hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want to see what happens. And um, and so would the match have played out differently had that series never, you know, that gut never. Happened again. What what could be crazy is, wouldn't it be just nuts if the only time, well, the first time Taylor beat Dake would be at the trials?
1: That would be crazy. That uh, would be crazy. That would be crazy. But you know, um, I knew as soon as their first All Star meeting, like, okay, this is something different because I was all in Taylor over Dake when when they were going to meet at sixty five. I, like, I pick Taylor every time. I, no, I did it once, and I was like, well, this is just different, right? It's like this guy just scores and scores and scores, and he can't do it like he can against Dake. And I knew then, I was like, there, you, it's just something else going on. Um, it's just one of those perfect matchups for, and I'm not going to say, <laughs> Dake, turns out Dake matches up well against almost everybody, so I'm not going to say it's a matchup thing. But, um, yeah, I knew then that, it was just something that they could do that takes away where where Taylor's good. And, man, he, he does it once more. And, yeah, I, I said it once. I'll say it again. He looks like the guy to me at 86. I don't know how confident I feel in a lot of different weights. But I feel, um, you know, obviously I really like Snyder and DeLagnev at the upper weights. But, you know, I think 57, 65, 70 – well, not 74 either. So, really, there's only a couple weights, I guess – <laughs> I feel like I don't know which way it's gonna go, is what I well, uh, just convinced so myself if, of. I would assume her
0: would Herbert be the one, right? And and
1: I would guess. I mean he's, Herbert,
0: Herbert the one, Dake and Taylor two three, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know how it couldn't be that. I mean, Dake was second at seventy four, Taylor was third at seventy four, and then they come up and place first and second. It feels like. Well, what
0: if sh- they made I mean, Gavin was third. What if, the, what if they made Herbert one and Herbert, Dake,
1: Gavin, Taylor? What if they did that? Um, I don't think you can do that. I don't know. I feel like Taylor, he outplaced him. He should. But I could see them going that way, actually. I mean, they could Gav- go that way. So okay, Gavin let's say this. All right. It. So if they make Gavin the three, that puts that makes a Taylor Herbert semi. If they make Gavin the Four, it's a Herbert um, Gavin semi, and Dake Taylor semi. And this is like writing off a lot of people, I realize that, but that's just like us projecting way, way out into the future. But that's what we could be looking at, so another potential Dake Taylor meeting.
0: And the the significance of that, right, um, is that then it would go from, if you you consider – Dake and Taylor to be the two front runners, and say you know Herbert's banged up. Um, Dake Taylor would then be a one mat. Whoever wins that gets to the finals. Where if it's a if they're a two and four, uh, then it would be a best of three.
1: Right, right, potentially. So it would just be a one time one time deal. And uh, we're, we're, we haven't really got or spoke about Ed Ruth and his performance, but man, did not look did not look like he was going to be the he did not qualify he did not qualify no despite the strength focus and energy he didn't get it um he falls to taylor which a lot of people and I I want your take on this we haven't talked about this willie but a lot of people felt like ed there were some bad calls against him in the in the taylor match what did you what was your take on that cuz multiple people said to me is like man i think ed kind of got screwed a little bit there what did you think
0: um, I thought – I didn't think he got screwed. I, think I the didn't call, either. I think the calls could have went the other way, maybe, if, right. you're, if you're Ed Ruth's mom or something and, like, you're rooting for him. But as an uh, unbiased, objective onlooker, I think you look at those calls and you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, right? You could make a case for it to go the other way, maybe. Right. Uh, but – there, I don't think you should be shocked or cry foul
1: if. Um,
0: now, they were close calls, right? Now they all went Taylor's way, right? But,
1: uh, but think about the Ruth Reeder um, match last year. Remember? Right. That one? I mean,
0: you're right. Exactly.
1: So I don't know, um, but that's uh, and then Ed loses... so he loses to Taylor, then, and he loses to Foster. Then he loses to Clayton Foster, who's that's a pretty. I, mean, I don't know how the brackets shook out exactly. I, of course, I can look them up on Flo Arena right now. But that's a pretty tough, tough match for Ed to have there in that um, consolation well, section.
0: Ed was the one. Foster was the five. Foster got beat by Perry, uh, who looked really good.
1: Perry though. the Richard.
0: mm mm-hmm. Um, So that, yeah. So, so yeah, that
1: if if Ruth was on the bottom mm-hmm. consolation of four, he would have had Caldwell or Gavin, who um. You know, you feel a little better about him against those guys than against Clayton Foster, who is a notoriously tough matchup for Ed, going back to their U.S. Open and World Team Trials battles two years ago. Foster's always done well against Ed, and I think he's... Hey, you
0: know, lost in this, I I thought John Reeder wrestled really well.
1: Yeah. yeah. He I mean,
0: look, he lost kind of close when the Dake, and then he lost, he, he beat Foster. Beat Foster. And lost to uh, Gavin for third.
1: Yeah, that's a really nice... Day for John Raider right out there. Training at South Dakota State where he coaches with Coach Bono and they're having a pretty nice season themselves. So yeah, that's 86. Um, what what else you want to get to here? I want to get to all of them. Let's do it. Alright, 57. Tell you what, Coleman Scott looked pretty daggone good. Um, did not win, but um, you, you can tell and this was one thing I said after I went to UNC is like it's all still there with Coleman, like that pop, that quick level change, quick mm-hmm. attacks, the power. Mm-hmm. It's all still there. Um, and, and I think, you know, man, he big brother, Nathan Tomasello, who looked great, and we're going to get to Tomasello. But then Daniel Dennis from the from the wilderness of California comes back to Iowa and is just legitimately the best or second best guy in our country at 57 now. I mean, it's, it's as improbable – Uh, It's 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 just an improbable, unlikely happening for Daniel Dennis to be this, this good. This was a guy who tried his hand at 55 for a little bit after college, was not effective, was not getting very good results, just kind of stepped away from the sport. And then he makes his return at 61 at the Open last year, looks great, makes the trials finals, beats Kendrick Maple and Coleman Scott, and... I believe he beat Coleman. I know he beat Maple. And now he, he wins this. He beats Coleman again. He beats Waters, oh. Morrison. Then he beats Hayes in the final 10-0. I mean, he only
0: had one close match, right?
1: And that was Coleman, yeah. And that was well, that was
0: a fun match. Um, not, I mean, not a, uh, that was a really tight match. Tight match. I don't know, not I don't really know if it was fun. Yeah, and it was. There, I don't
1: it, think it was fun. Coleman scored in the first 20 seconds and in, in, with a double and didn't get back to it again. Couldn't... It was weird because... Coleman scored
0: right away. Dennis kind of responded with a nice I, that the finish on that
1: was different. On, yeah, I mean, it was 2-2 two, two in the first I don't know, minute and a half or so. Right. I mean,
0: and then the the only other point was a shot clock violation. It was so it was really tight and otherwise Coleman and and Dennis both smoked everybody. I mean, they didn't have close matches. Right. Um but you know, also lost in the, we we haven't talked about both of them coming down.
1: Right. Right. I
0: mean... Um, so they were both
1: 33-pounders in, in college. Um, they were both...
0: both 60, 61-kilogram yep. guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, now they're coming down.
0: And neither one of them looked like they had any ill effects from the from the cut.
1: Not at all. Not at all. I thought... Coleman looked... I mean, don't get me wrong. Coleman looked big, but... I mean, you didn't see any tank issues, anything like that. Out of... Uh, I'm curious how the cut went for him, but I think it, I mean, he was doing it, you know, he's been cutting since, you know, the trials, right? Like, he's been getting lean, so I don't think it was that hard. But, man, Daniel Dennis looked great. I mean, getting the legs, he's always, I mean, Daniel Dennis has always been so good at getting, like, easy go-behinds. Like, you watch him just, like, run behind guys like it's so simple. It's like, no, that's actually really hard to do. He's just amazing at he's it. A,
0: he's an amazing story. I. You know, I was, um...
1: We need to do a story I, on him.
0: I started a draft. Well, yeah, he's he's an interesting cat, from what I'm told. Um, he texted. Hey,
1: he, in ninety seconds. Yeah, crazy.
0: He he does things a little different. He even said in his interview he does things a little different. But um, I started writing. I started a draft. I don't know when it's ever going to be done, uh, or when I ever get to it. But I just started jotting down a list of of you know top ten top ten guys who came out of nowhere, really. Um, and Dennis would have to be in that. Dennis would have to be in that, especially if he makes the world team. I don't know. You know, I don't know. You could say um, who you'd pick him or Ramos or, or Scott or any of them. But it, it, let's say if, if Dennis would make the Olympic team, he would have to be a guy you consider for one of the guys that came out of nowhere, one of the all time in American history.
1: Yeah, as far as making I mean, an Olympic team, yeah.
0: He didn't he didn't win a state title. Right. Um you know, and did he AA before he yeah. made NCAA finals? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But well, other guys on that list, you know, I don't know if we want to get all into it, but you know, I'm talking about guys like Tervell and maybe Jamil Kelly and Mo Lua, Uh guys like that. Um is, dan dennis in
1: that mix yeah i mean i think so i mean for me more than anything just the it's over right you think his career is over you're never he's never going to be a relevant freestyle guy i mean he's not good at 55 relatively speaking of course and then then he's gone he's off the grid you just write him off just write him off right like he's a total write-off not even like in consideration not he's not not someone you even bring up and he's done it's over and then he's not done, and he's excellent, and he's as good as ever, and he might be the best in our country. And the guy he's he, got to beat text, is in his room,
0: and he texts the Olympian in the
1: finals. Texts so, the Olympian. Beats. He's now beaten twice uh, an Olympic bronze medalist. Um, it's not. It's not him making a run through a tournament one time. It's him beating really good guys consistently and being fantastic. So Daniel Dennis. Man, hats off! Hats that, off to him. Hats off how about
0: to him. That room, though, with with him and Ramos and and um, McDonough's, McDonough's banged up now, but and you know you got Gilman and Clark in there. Man, that's a tough lightweight room, huh?
1: Yeah, and a lot of speculation. You know, what if what if that's the finals for the Olympic trials in like, Iowa City? Oh man, you well you got a, yeah, you have a brands that? in each bro, in each corner. How is that gonna work? That's what you call that's what you call one of them good problems, Willie.
0: Woo. jeez! How about that? I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. What if it's a Ramos, Dennis, best of three final for the spot on the Olympic team in Iowa City? Wow. And I'll say this too: Dan Dennis was a cool. He was a cool dude. Like, I'd never really talked to him much. And Bader has always said, and everybody. Yeah, always, Bader.
1: Yeah, Bader loves him.
0: Bader loves him. Um, and uh. I interviewed him after after his finals win and what a nice kid, man.
1: Yeah. So Hard cool stuff there, fifty seven. Um you know, Tomasello was looking like an all star. I th- I thought he had Joe Cologne beat and then he got so aggressive on this gut wrench and got himself pinned it when it was really uh an unnecessary risk at that point. Mm-hmm. As well as Nathan was wrestling. But he's a guy, maybe his 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 days will come. I don't know if he's gonna be ready yet to I mean, he got teched by Coleman. I'm, I think he's still maybe a tier below those guys. But man, can he get to legs and score?
0: Uh, I, I'm super high on NATO. And I was sitting next to Richard Emil at USA Wrestling the whole time. And when NATO's wrestling Cologne, I look at him and I go, is he going to. Can he be our Olympian? Because he has such a great ability to get to legs and finish. You know, he's one of those rare kids when. You don't see him get to a lot of stalemates. You don't see, I mean, no. you don't see his shots stalemated. You don't see his shots countered. Usually, he gets to that high crotch. He scores. It's it's a quick finish. It's clean finish, and uh, that's a rare thing. And and so I'm watching. I'm like, man, could he could he do it? Um, but I, I, you know, the match with Colone, he kind of lost himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. no nah, I, I mean, you you don't have to look for that. Got maybe Col- Cologne did more than we realized to like make that situation happen. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, which is possible. I mean, it's it's tough, but just watching it, it looked it just looks like a guy working too hard for a gut he really didn't need.
0: Now, what do you make of what do you make of him? NATO in particular, you know, there's a number of guys that will be in the Olympic mix that are still in college or wrestling college right now. Maybe an Adam Kuhn or... Nick Wzdowski or Derringer I, or Imar I'm I'm right. or whoever it might be, right? Um, but what do you make of – NATO, I feel like, is a really strong case of he would he would be a different guy if he was training strictly freestyle. Mm,
1: I, no? I don't know, I guess. I mean, are we really going to bring this up? We have this entire debate. I mean, yeah, he's training folk style right now. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. We talked about this all summer long. I know it was fine for James Green. I know that and Kyle Snyder. So who knows? Uh, who knows what it means? Sure, but I, I'm not. If you really want to get into it, we can. I'll roll up my sleeves and we can go. But uh, I don't know why we're drumming it up again. Uh, because it's relevant. It's relevant. Okay. Well, Kyle Snyder won a world title after college wrestling and okay. so james green won bronze and those were two of our three medals
0: mm, yeah you're right let's
1: not get into it just, <laughs> exactly exactly yeah i know we're it's gonna instead, derail the entire
0: instead let's go to 65
1: 65 next topic next topic uh jimmy kennedy he
0: was the one seed which i can also say you're gonna take me down that road you I'm not you're not going to take me to deep waters. I'm going to take you to deep oh, waters. No, you're
1: not taking me there. I'm taking now, you listen, there. You better put Eber, your life jacket Eber, on.
0: Heber was freaking Hodgewear, And uh he didn't do anything at the at the World Team Trials.
1: Now, he looks awesome. Oh, well, here we go. Here we maybe because he's been able to get bigger.
0: Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah,
1: that doesn't help. The all you ever talk about is size, Willie. Now he's had a chance to get put on relevant mass and now it's or maybe stop it stop a, it no
0: nope. A arm tilt to uh actual wrestling freestyle all right let's yeah let's drop that jimmy kennedy God,
1: one seed which maybe some would have bristled at a bit um but obviously proven it's deserved and he dominant throughout this tournament tex kindig so beats good. chamberlain smokes humphrey 9-0 and beats logie 9-2 Um, and Jimmy throws his hat in the ring as a a contender. And I think this is – 65 is the weight with the largest tier of – the largest top tier of guys where you've got Metcalf, you've got J.O., you've got James Green, and this is no particular order. You've got um, now Kennedy I feel like is in that top tier. And maybe do you throw in an Imar who's coming down? Um, You know, that's like four or five guys that I think are, man, you could you could convince me they're a favorite. And maybe
0: as if as if sixty-five wasn't interesting enough. Now you have Jimmy Kennedy who is on fire. Um, You have a full-sized Steber who just did damage overseas and who looked amazing uh, leading up into the finals. And, you know, I, I always say that I hate the Olympic weights. I hate the six-weight classes. I think it's bullcrap, to be honest with you. Um, but it does create a, a funnel to all these weights.
1: Right. And, I mean, we're not even talking about Pico or Kellen Russell or Reese Humphrey or Molinaro. Um, those guys are, as amazing as they are. they are, they're kind of – I don't want to say afterthoughts, but they're not guys you're going to put up there and maybe we'll get proven wrong um, like a Daniel Dennis type comes out of nowhere. But uh, I feel really confident in the Metcalf-Green-Kennedy uh, tier there. And, All right, hold on. Yeah. So
0: what I'm told is – I'm just thinking ahead. What I'm told is that – and I this isn't 100% carved and stone, but this is what I'm told is that – Unless Metcalf qualifies the weight at the Pan Am qualifiers. Which he will. And by by qualifying the weight, that means winning it. He'll win it. Right? Um, Unless Metcalf wins the Pan Am qualifier.
1: Actually, I should. Unless unless he wins the qualifier, James Green is the number one.
0: James Green is the number one seed at the trials. So that would mean Green the one,
1: Metcalf, Oliver the two, three. Oliver, would, we sure Oliver's the three. Why is Oliver over? I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, Kenny, I guess, Kennedy's in consideration for that three over Jo. Should uh, he get it? I don't know. I, I doubt it. Yeah. I'm why?
0: Not. Why would he be?
1: Um, I don't know. Cause he won here.
0: Well, Jo also beat Steuber at New York ACs and is the returning second. Second.
1: Yeah. So it's probably um, Jo. Which gives you a a Brent Calf Kennedy. Semi, potentially. But, man, who's going to be the five? It's going to be a ridiculous five. That four or five is going to be crazy. No, no, no. Metcalf, the four would be Kennedy. Yeah, that's what I just said. Metcalf, G- Kennedy, semi. Metcalf would be the two. Oh, yeah. Wait. Why would he be yeah, the Unless two? Metcalf wins the He's qualifier. He's going to win the qualifier. What are you talking about? Who's going to beat him from Pan Ams? He's not going to uh, lose to Gomez. He's not going to lose to okay. Garcia. He's not going to lose to a Cuban. But Metcalf is going to win.
0: I'm just I, I'm saying under the situation. We should Look.
1: operate under the assumption that he wins because that is the okay. more probable outcome. That's worth talking about more than if he doesn't win because he's going to win and qualify the weight.
0: Okay, in which case he would be the one with the Kennedy semi and then it would be Green J.O., Oh my you know, god! This is this is this is projecting out. This is saying there's no quote unquote upsets or
1: anything. Um, that would make Steber the five. So a Kennedy Steber quarter. Right, but if you're Jimmy Kennedy, feeling eyed right about that. I mean, where does a Pico fit in? Where does a hump? Where does it's gonna be? It's gonna be. I mean, this was an incredible bracket just without Metcalf and Green and potentially Imar. That would make Humphrey the six. Yeah. How, how big are the brackets going to be? I don't know. I don't think more than... it got to be 16-man bracket. I don't know if it's full, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it won't be... Right, it'll be a 16-man bracket, and it'll be bigger than eight. Right. It'll be with more than eight entries. So, yeah.
1: that's what you're looking at. Okay, that's 65. 74... <laughs> Andrew Howe takes it, beats Chris Perry um, in a match where, where Perry was, you know, he had the lead, and then, I don't know, w- would you say he faded a little? Uh, Who? Chris Perry.
0: No, I don't know. I, no, uh,
1: I kind of feel like, I mean, first time down, I don't know. I mean, Howe has a way of, I, I just felt like that last takedown, as hard to take down as Chris Perry is, I felt like that came a little a little easy. easy. I mean, yeah. I, my, no, opinion.
0: No. my opinion. My uh, opinion. Maybe I'd have to go back and watch it um, a little uh, – watch it again. But at the time, I didn't think so.
1: Okay. I was – and I was in and out. You know, I was at a tournament this entire time. Like, he – basically, Perry, like, does a level change, like, elbow control, like, trying to shoot, and just – how just, like, pressures into him. and It's just an easy takedown for – so it was off of Perry's attack, but it just seemed, uh, I couldn't believe how, he, as hard as Chris Perry's to score on. But he looked good. I mean, we talk about Chris Perry coming down to 74, and you can see why. He looked, man, he looked lean. I don't know when the last time he wrestled this light was, because he wrestled up in high school. He was like an 89-pounder, right? Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, I think he wrestled I think he wrestled Quentin right at
0: the All-Star matches that year. Yeah. Um. So the, the the rundown there was Hal. One. Perry, two. Marable, three. Logan Massa, four.
1: Wow. Um, Logan Massa.
0: And you know what? He is, for, he is amazing. Yeah, the match with Marable was pretty interesting. Like, Marable was, I don't know, that's a really great matchup for Marable and a really bad matchup for Massa because Massa takes a high-volume a high, high shooter. and No Marable,
1: setup, out from space. He can just, like. He's, yeah,
0: Marable really looks to counter and. and And so Maribel got one or two, um, I think, two go-behinds off that, really nice go-behinds, but um, then kind of shut down. But uh, for whatever reason, 74 kilograms uh, featured a lot of extracurricular stuff.
1: Right. Oh, my God. I mean, let's start with the Perry Valencia. So it's Chris Perry wrestling Anthony Valencia. Perry is, is taking it to him. He gets the final takedown to a gut. Uh, Valencia throws a bow, then kicks, and then Perry goes after him for a second, and then they're kind of – they're not really fighting. It's kind of a hold-me-back situation. And, um, yeah, but – But uh, Valencia – The sodium I mean, the sodium count was high for Anthony Valencia. He uh, – La, La Salt.
0: It looked like he really connected on that elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that for sure.
1: No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I he Valencia. I don't know what was going on there. Just kind of he gets he gets emotional sometimes. He always has. That's a that's a little past emotional. I get yeah. emotion. I get emotional. I don't start throwing bows. i <laughs> trying to fight Chris Perry. I know better than to try to fight Chris Perry. Now I'm not Anthony Valencia, but daggone, and then I'm not picking that was- fight
0: there was uh so, so so so
1: Valencia gets DQ'd. he got DQ'd. so yep. seacrest out um he's got to find another way to qualify for for the Olympics now and really let's let's look at what his path would have been had he not done that where where would he have gotten dropped because he made it decently far into the tournament um he would have had wh- why am I missing this where is he he would have had Quentin Two words, Quentin, Godley. Godley. Okay, so he'd had to beat Quentin, which he can. And then he'd have Marable, so maybe he wouldn't have uh, Well it, it anyway.
0: even if he loses to Maribel, he drops to the seventh place match, which would have been you Dombrowski, sure? Vlad Dombrowski.
1: So yeah. Um and Godley won that. So yeah, I mean, very well could have cost his cost him a spot at the in the Olympic trials. With that uh with that blow up. You gotta keep your emotions under check.
0: And then Kevin Lavalle What the heck was this? That was really ugly, man. That was not cool at all. If you guys didn't see it, I suggest you, you go look up LaValley Massa on the uh on Flow Wrestling and watch. It's only about a two minute clip because there's a DQ there early. Um
1: LaVallee, and, and so, listen, LaVallee a, always always has a Russian tie. Always, but he—it became apparent that he was just trying to hurt Massa or something. I don't know. It, it, it's bizarre. Like he's not even trying. To, he was not late. trying to score it off of it. It was. It was way after the, the the last jerk was way after the whistle. And I missed the. And that's something I missed in all of it. I'm just watching it. I might not even had the volume on. I was just watching it and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even take into account the fact that the whistle was blown." So he gets DQ would too. After I feel like he had a pretty good he beat some good guys too. Uh did Lavalle. So uh, a lot of extracurriculars? Yeah, he beat Marable 4-1. Oh my god. Lavalle beat Marable 4 to 1. And cool. then he he screws it up with this nonsense. I don't I don't know what I don't know what it was. If it's you know this kid is taking me down, um, but it was early. It was, a it was so early. Kevin LaValle, you can score points. I don't know. I, I give. I'm not giving him a pass. He shouldn't have done it. But I mean, maybe he had like an out of body experience. Like, and maybe
0: as soon as he did it, it was like, why did I do that? And and so yeah, I don't want to execute him right now,
1: but he it doesn't was have. Dirty. A, Right, it was dirty. But he doesn't have a pattern that I know of of being a dirty wrestler. So I don't give him a pass, but I'm not going to villainize him too much because it happens. So, all right, Willie. Andrew Howe wins. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? You were hot. You were hot when I talked to you after this happened. Uh,
0: hmm. I'm still hot.
1: I You are yeah, actually correct because we talked about it yesterday, a couple of days after it happened. And. I may as I'm well just recorded up, it.
0: I am, I am.
1: No, and you should, you should be, you should I be. I am
0: beside myself. Very, very disappointed, man. So, I, uh, you know, Bader and Brock are doing the play-by-play, and I, I handled, um, interviews. I handled the interviews, and so after each winner got off the mat, uh, Richard Emel would, Bring the winners over to the backdrop, and and um, and me and Richard would interview them. So, all gravy, right? All good. Uh, until we get to Andrew How, and Richard brings him over, and Andrew says, "I I can't can't do one with Flo, Willie. I'm sorry."
1: Mm. And so let's connect the dots for people. And. Uh, I don't. I don't know if
0: you can tell, but I, I, I ain't, I'm not all right with it right now. Even
1: yeah, but um, connect the dots for for why why would Andrew so, Howe so, say that? Because people are like, what? What right, Why
0: would Andrew? Because it's Howell, got nothing
1: to do with Andrew Howe.
0: Why would Andrew Howe not do an interview with Flo? Well, Andrew Howe wrestles for Mark Cody. Mark Cody
1: is mad at us. He's
0: one of the troika on. But um, you know he's he's a big. He's on the board of the NWCA with this whole OPC thing. Right. And so as soon as Andrew Howe, like I knew ever since the OPC thing happened that the, the coaches on the NWCA board, which is the major players are, are Tom Ryan, Rob Cole, Mark Cody, Brian Smith. Um, I knew that they weren't thrilled with me and maybe with Flo in general. I don't know. Um but I didn't expect that. No, you know, I didn't expect. And, and the way that Andrew house said it, and I don't know if this is hundred percent true, but the way Andrew house said it made me believe that he really f- did feel bad about it. And maybe, maybe he didn't, maybe he's like F flow and F Willie,
1: but that's not the impression you got. It but was like, kind of like a boss's orders kind of thing.
0: Somebody, somebody told him not to do it. Right. Or like, that's the talk around the Oklahoma Sooner office. And know, what but. does
1: this hurt more than more than anything? It it hurts Andrew Howe and the fans of Andrew Howe and OU Wrestling. They don't get to hear from their champion on wrestling's biggest platform. I mean, it's right. Do we want to interview with Andrew Howe and hear what he says? Absolutely we do, of course, and that's why we do these interviews. But ultimately, you're shooting yourself in the foot when you don't let Andrew Howe, you know, share his experience and, and you let the fans hear what he has to say. So it, to me, it's so misguided. Like this will show him, That'll show Flo. We won't let Andrew do an interview with him. No, you're hurting your athlete actually.
0: Yeah. You know, and what is
1: ultimately deflating is how, um, reinforcing this is of what, what you've, what the point we've always been making. If you in wrestling media upset the apple cart, you're cut off. You're out. Nope. No honest. Uh, no honesty. You can't go after anyone. Let's keep it all. Everyone. Everything's kumbaya and everything's great all the time. And if you go against that, you're cut off. You're out. And that's what we've been saying. That's why a lot of wrestling media who sit on stories and sit on stories because they know if they pursue them, you'll get cut off. And what does this do? This reinforces that to a T, Willie.
0: People always. People in wrestling, wrestling is the ultimate no excuse sport. But yet, the, the outside of wrestling, outside of actually being on the mat, all of wrestling's ills are self imposed. Nobody wants to take responsibility for failures. Nobody wants to even acknowledge. Nobody. Uh, you can't say a cross word about anybody. It's not. They keep their media right. The, the media and, and even – not media, just in circles, you can't say anything negative. Or people – they act like – they act like, like, not, I, like babies, right? Just talk about it. Talk about it. You're not allowed to say anything. Nobody wants to hear about this coach got fired because of this. Nobody wants to hear um, this coach should be on the hot seat because he's not doing a good job. Nobody wants to hear – um, you you can't say, well, I would stay away from this recruit because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, you can't say negative things. Like other sports, in other sports, that's called responsible journalism. In wrestling, you get ostracized.
1: You get a scarlet letter.
0: Yeah. Right. So, uh, oh, if you're not nice to me, if you're not nice to me, uh, I'm cutting you off.
1: Yeah. No more you're access to access. athletes.
0: No access to my program or my athletes. Um. And, 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 and when
1: we've and, never been anything but good to Oklahoma like, wrestling, the
0: genesis of this is the genesis of it's just like it's just like President Obama, right? Uh, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, in in the, in this way, anything every, anytime. Remember, there's there's even memes about it, like right, blame Obama. Oh, yeah. the, it, it,
1: that, it's, thanks it's, Obama.
0: It's raining today, thanks Obama. Right, everything's right. Obama's problem now. So when I when I um, criticize Mike Moyer of being ineffective. Who is going to take issue with that? Uh, the people on the board, because...
1: It's a reflection all, of them.
0: All, all of America's political, whatever, problems are not directly Obama's doing, right? There's there's Congress and there's cabinets and there's committee members, right? And just like the NWCA, right? So I, I say Moyer, but behind Moyer is other coaches that vote on things and determine things, Right. So when I'm being critical of Moyer, yes, I am being critical of um, the the coaches that are on the committee. Um, Am I wrong for doing that? Uh, I don't know. Write me an email. Write me an email. Give me a phone call. uh, No, I don't think I'm wrong. I think uh, I'm telling it like it is. Um, why, Why would you say perhaps? Like, like if this coach right if the coach of the San Diego Chargers is doing a terrible job and needs to be fired and a writer writes that uh is the coach doing a bad job or is it right the journal the, is the journalist doing a bad job right I thoroughly believe that the end the, the decisions that the NWCA are making are not good decisions and so if the people on the committee that are making these decisions feel upset about that, um, respond to me, or or respond to, to in whatever way you feel necessary, but to
1: withhold an athlete, yeah. to hold
0: grudges, to take your athlete out of the loop, and I mean, I don't get it. No, I don't get it, and it just reinforces that thing where if you ain't with them, you're against them, and don't cross me because I'm. I mean, that's old system type stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy to me because. Mark Cody is is one of those guys that I Mark- I not only do I respect him and have always respected, but you cannot you cannot find someone to say no, a bad Mark- word about Mark Cody. So-
0: Mark Cody is highly regarded, and people I love, know and trust, love the guy, and I I bet you that he is salt of the earth. I bet you he's the greatest guy ever. I'm just saying that I don't think that was a I don't think that was a cool move. I don't think that was uh, the right move. And and
1: would flow wrestling has flow wrestling? I mean, would we ever let this this back and forth we're having with the NWCA would that affect how we treat an Oklahoma athlete, an Ohio State a Cornell athlete, Missouri? Never ever ever. Will we hold that grudge against them, but they're going to do that um to us. And but really, like we said, they're shooting themselves in the foot more than anything. Uh Mark Cody d- by by doing this, by Telling your athlete You can't you can't do an interview With Flow Wrestling I don't know It's really I was really disappointed When I heard that um, Just because I, I expect better And I expect that um, You know An athlete doing an interview Is kind of Outside of the realm Of this issue And we could separate this A little bit But apparently not Apparently it's not Going to get separated And that's That's a real shame um, For Andrew And that's a shame For the fans Yeah Yep you good? Um, you okay,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean that's the way to want to play it that's the way to play it. I mean, um I'm still a fan of Andrew howe uh I think Same Andrew hows think Andrew Howe's a great guy, and I would love to have Andrew howe uh interviews on flow wrestling um uh, but the fact of the matter is it really ain't hurting me <laughs> yeah. It really ain't hurting me. Okay,
1: all yeah. right. Let's uh, let's rally here, okay?
0: Rally boot
1: ninety-seven. Ninety-seven kilos. Win Mahalik takes it and then drives through the night to coach his team at Reno, where they won. Um, so great job by Win.
0: Dude, Win Mahalik is a cool cat.
1: Oh yes, he's an awesome guy. Really awesome, very personable uh, individual. And uh, I thought you were sleeping on this weight, Willie. I, you you were giving um, Schiller just a, a little or Kilgore a little too much love here, and uh, yeah, he goes down in round one.
0: Well, I mean, I, I wrote who's gonna I wrote who's gonna be
1: Kilgore Mahalik maybe. Mahalik's and... beating him, Burak's beating him. I mean, he's he's just uh, he gives up a lot of points. So anytime that's the case, it makes things tough. But he wrestled, he battled back for. Fourth, Gadsden had a nice showing, beat him 11 1. Um, I
0: was impressed with Schiller.
1: Yeah, Schiller's good. I mean, he, 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 I guess he didn't have a good New York AC. I don't but, know. Uh,
0: but uh, he really looked good here, and Mahalik looked really good.
1: Yeah, for sure. And so that, you know, as good as Mahalik looks, with, with he has
0: a world champion in front of him. Yeah,
1: and like the kid's 20, so. Or maybe he's nineteen. I don't know. So it's it's tough to see how you know to look too much into the future and set up brackets and whatnot with with Snyder standing there in his way potentially and JD Bergman looming and Jake Varner looming. Um, so that's ninety seven one twenty five. Um, Bradley Fortune. Bradley won that matchup once more, where I felt like I felt like he probably would. Um, Though it's always a close one, anytime he wrestles, Tyrell. Um, so he he secures his spot. Should have a fairly high seed. Um, Where we're probably gonna have Terrell one, Ray two, um, Gwiz three, Bradley four, maybe because uh, Bradley failed a Gwiz at Bill Farrell. So. Bradley,
0: Bradley got. <laughs> Bradley in the interview too was a little ticked off.
1: Oh yeah, oh, I love Dom. Um, what he says? Yeah, you should, you should
0: watch. watch. Um, he was like, he's like, you you wrote that uh, you he was like, you wrote that you went bet on this on this weight class because um they're all one point matches and nobody nobody scores. <laughs> and it could come down, to, you know, it could be a close. Every match would be close. He's like, so I wanted to come out here and I wanted to uh, put up points, and he did, man. 12, he really did
1: 10, 9, and five, and. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. I I like Dom a whole heck of a lot. I don't
0: want to like say that I encourage that, but Dom said it. <laughs> yeah. So that's
1: cool. That's really cool. That's really cool. So that's heavyweight. Um, good job, Dom Bradley. Scoring five points against Tyrell, not not easily done.
0: Very good match. Very smart match.
1: Yeah, he's he is a very smart wrestler. So he Dom really smart. Dom, is Dom probably, in my mind. He's the biggest threat to Trevelle, even though Ray maybe...
0: Oh, make me think, because I can't remember what the results... Ray Ray beat him, though, soundly, right?
1: Yeah, Ray's beating him. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm... was that the final... I day like day? sleep on Zach Ray pretty much every, um... every...
0: Every chance you get?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's And I'm always proven wrong. Yeah. Um but are almost always proven wrong by race. So I sleep on him it, it's it's just a it's it's a ritual at this point. I just something I do. So yeah, that's that's the heavyweight class. Um are we going to get to anything else besides this? You you you've hogged it. You hogged the I hogged whole the,
0: show. I, hog, I hogged the whole show with International, huh?
1: You did, but that's okay. I mean, that's it's ultimately it's the we talk about the juice a lot. Like what's the juice of the weekend? It it was senior nationals. But dag on. Jojo Imar uh, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of great high school stuff with Beast and Reno and
0: Casey's Stampede. Um
1: Nick Soriano won his fourth Beast title, pinning
0: Luke Karam in the first period. Yeah, listening to that, like I think Luke Karam, everybody knows Soriano, but Luke Karam goes a little bit under the radar, a little less so since he beat Fix. Dayton. But listen to that matchup. That matchup was like um six or seven. Combined Beast of the East final finals appearance. Uh, six combined, no, five combined Super 32 finals appearance. Seven combined, six combined uh, state finals appearance. I mean, those two are hammers. Yeah. yeah. That was a great matchup. And, and Soriano pinned
1: him, pinned In him early. In the first period. Yeah, so that was a great performance.
0: But, well, you know, we, we got to talk about Imar Jojo leading up to a Christian. You were there. What
1: were your thoughts on it? Uh, my thoughts were, I, I think it kind of went how how I predict. I didn't think I'mar would blow him out, blow him out, but I thought it would be a comfortable win. Um, but, but really, the leading up to it, just watching Joe Smith wrestle, he is he is special, man. Like s- some of the ways he can score, he scored a reversal against Luke Smith that doesn't make like physical sense, like. Luke Smith was in on a high crotch and he was like one foot on a double and somehow finished it you should, if you didn't get to watch it you should go back and, and do that but I, I think you know we kind of already felt this way JoJo is a legit probably top 5 or better guy at 157 Imar is one of the best 2 or 3 guys in the country regardless of weight mm-hmm. and th- that kind of an athlete that kind of power um, is really tough to upset and i think Imar's style does not lend itself to being um, to being upset i think he's just so hard to score on and he's got so many ways he can score now
0: it is amazing how he gets to that near single and then s- goes to a seatbelt run right. it like that's like, like when i was it's a, like a vacuum right like, he starts off with this thing that's a little small and just sucks you into this position that
1: you're completely uncomfortable right? you and you should not you would never teach a young wrestler to do that like no one has the power to just get to a shot and then just okay I'll go around the body that's like a no no that's like a you don't want to do that but no Imar you do do that that's because
0: basically what happened to Brewer he took a shot got sucked up by Brock and inside tripped right um, but um, Imar I mean not, not no. exactly the same situation but that's what Imar does that shot close shot and then it comes up to the body.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was awesome that the, I mean, it was the match we were kind of, we thought it could happen, we thought it could happen. JoJo's got to beat some guys to make it happen. He does. He beats Luke. They make it last, which was awesome. That was really cool of them to do something they'd never done before and start, the, start at 165 and end at 157. And, man, you know, it delivered. It was an entertaining bout. You know, there were a couple really good, Flurries there. One JoJo kind of had a cradle locked up for a second, and Imar mm-hmm. was able to get out of it. And then Imar looked for a cradle, and JoJo sat through and was able to get. It was either a takedown or a reversal. I a can't takedown. recall. It was a takedown. So it it was you just know, I entertaining. It, I think
0: it played out um, kind of how we thought it would. Uh, in the end, like like Imar was the better guy, but JoJo made it. Interesting to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because right? yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. It it played out and, you know, every, everyone's going to say, "Well, are they could pull a shirt, they're not going to pull a shirt." Then it's not determined, and I feel like we didn't learn anything new. Mm-hmm. You know, if he had beaten Imar, um, oh, yeah, then we learned something new there. But he didn't. He did about what you would have thought he would. So now on to the scuffle. He's going yeah, to the scuffle. Well, he
0: beat Luke Smith. Uh, Who's ranked eight? You know, a top ten guy. Did he beat anybody else ranked?
1: Um, not here. Okay, he didn't.
0: So maybe you learn more about the Luke Smith match than you do in the Imar match, right? I mean, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and even that was a close one, and that one got a little chippy at the end too. Um, not unnecessarily so, but a little bit of.
0: How about? I mean. He dumped them on his head. Right, but, but didn't score. He dumped them on his head, but gave up to take
1: them. Yeah, it was the classic single leg, drop them on their head, but he passes the leg uh, defense. Seen it a thousand times, Willie.
0: Yeah, I teach all my youngsters. Yeah, that's,
1: that's my go-to. Make sure you get lifted up high in the air and then dive like you're going into a 10-foot pool, but it's actually a wrestling mat. And just uh, <laughs> grab the ankle. It's simple. So that was Reno. There's a lot of, actually. I mean, Illinois put like 13 guys in the finals. Um, Five champs, right? Five-ish champs. Steven Rodriguez beat Jim Wilson. Nice win. He looked really good. Uh, this Nate Jackson guy for Indiana, he's he's for real, Willie. I think he's going to place this season. I think he Did is. Did you talk to Simmons out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to put that interview up. I interviewed him at the airport. It's, it's great. There's like a scale there to weigh your baggage. And uh, Simmons was weighing himself, even though he's retired now on the, on the <laughs> airplane. It was, but it was a good interview. We caught up about... You know, his retirement in Indiana. and So, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It's a great interview if I do say so myself, but that was more because Nick Simmons is awesome. Christian. What? What are you doing for Christmas? Oh, the usual. We'll be here Christmas Day, and then they'll open their presents. Then we go to Pennsylvania um, for my wife's family's Christmas thing, and we're there for a day or two. Then we come back home, and then uh, we got a southern scuffle on our hands uh, next week. So that's pretty much pretty low key, hanging around. We have a little uh, Christmas Eve ritual with my uh, my family where we get uh, where there's lots of good food. It's where you can have some peanut butter pie, Willie. Um,
0: That sounds
1: horrible, Willie. I cannot believe uh, I've got to find some way to get you some of my mother's peanut butter pie because I promise you. You're gonna love it. I pro- I'll
0: come visit you sometime.
1: Would you? Yeah, right. Tell
0: Mama Dukes to take Willie a peanut butter pie. I've only I had that stuff.
1: invitation standing since you know 2002. But well, you, I've
0: been you know. on the road since '99. <laughs> hey,
1: factually correct.
0: Uh, so no show Thursday?
1: No, let's uh, let's not. We should not. It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. But if, all we, right, if but we get bored, maybe we will. Who knows? But it's up to you. The plan the plan right now is no no show. But um All
0: right. Uh college rankings, the new ones are up. They're
1: That's up and good. make sure, um, if you're trying to view them, make sure you change the date in the little drop down box. You know, we switched yeah. over to this new site and you know, like anything new, there's still little little tweaks that will be made and eventually when you click on the rankings, the it will, you know take you to the most recent but it doesn't right now so you have to do that for the time being i think that'll get fixed within the week but as it is right now make sure you do that so you can see the updated ones and um all right that's,
0: thanks for listening do the five star rating thing christian that's the
1: wrap yep i'm playing the the outro song where everything's ready to go and i want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to flow wrestling radio live make sure you are subscribed on iTunes make sure you're giving out the five star rating we have disabled four and below And um, we hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, we will see you again sometime soon. Thanks a lot, guys.